Today in business from Wired. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. While you were offline, yeah, sure, why not give Barbie's boyfriend a man bun? By Graham McMillan. Amidst all the turmoil, both online and off, it might have been easy to miss, but guess what? Summer is here, and you know what that means. Things are heating up. And we're not just talking about the mercury rising. From the halls of Congress to the tubes of the Internet, heated discussions and hot takes abound. Think you might have missed something online over the last week? Well, grab a cool beverage and lean back. Everything you need to know is right here. Barbie's new bow. What happened? Barbie has a new Ken doll to hang out with. In fact, she has many of them, and the Internet is very interested. What really happened? After more than half a century of being the same beefcake, well, almost, Barbie's boy toy, Ken, got numerous makeovers this week with the release of 15 new designs for the character that mix race and style in an attempt to make Ken more appealing to customers. Unfortunately, one new Ken doll in particular caught the attention of Twitter, and not in a good way. That new Ken doll has already ignored two of my texts while still liking my Instagram posts, tweeted Allison Leiby. Zach Braff tweeted, New Ken doll has a man bun, climbing back into bed. Others felt like they knew the new Kens quite well already. Man bun Ken would definitely get drunk at a party and try to touch my hair, tweeted Ashley C. Ford. Man bun Ken thinks having a mother makes him a feminist, Zeewee tweeted. Other tweets, the new Man Bun Ken doll comes with shirt, shoes, and keys to Barbie's car that he's driving until he gets back on his feet again. That's a tweet from Benjamin Seaman. And from Summer Goth, I don't even own the new Man Bun Ken doll, but he's already mentioned CrossFit three times. Does Man Bun Ken doll also come with a Soul Cycle membership, vintage record player, and 50 grand in student loan debt? That was from Emily Jashinsky. From Laura, Man Bun Ken called Barbie a corporate whore and threw dollar bills at her, then went and bought a new iPhone to post his sick protest instas. And from John Misty, I wonder how tired hipster Ken doll is of being compared to Father John Misty. The takeaway. Okay, that was fun and all, but let's keep this in perspective. From Brianna Wu, I've guiltily laughed at the Ken doll memes, too, but the point of the line is to celebrate diversity in men, and we're making fun of it. Next, just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. 
What happened? The super-secret Senate health care bill got released Thursday. Did it finally solve all the problems of the House bill? What really happened? After weeks of concern over its secretive creation, the U.S. Senate finally shared its health care bill late last week. Obamacare has been a disaster from day one. It's time that Americans received better care. That's from Mitch McConnell. This legislation is a rewrite of the House's bill, which President Donald Trump called mean in a meeting. The Senate's version is the one that is supposed to repeal and replace Obamacare in a way that will make everyone happy. So, how does it look? Per Corker, GOP senators got a verbal presentation from staff. They didn't get a bill to read or even a physical outline to read, tweeted Tierney Sneed. From Matt McDermott, a horrific metaphor for Trump care. This disabled woman literally being ripped from her wheelchair. Hashtag Stop Trump Care. And from Senator Dianne Feinstein, Senate health care bill is Robin Hood in reverse. It takes health care from the poor to cut taxes for the rich. Okay, that doesn't seem promising. Sure enough, the media wasn't too impressed with the bill, but surely someone has to be a fan beyond Mitch McConnell, right? I am very supportive of the Senate health care bill. Look forward to making it really special. Remember, Obamacare is dead. That was a tweet from the real Donald Trump. Well, at least the boss is happy with it. The takeaway? Let's let Twitter have the last word. The weirdest parts of the health care bill are where it just trails off and says, opposite of what black president wants. Next, let's check the tape. What happened? While we're talking about long-awaited reveals, whatever happened to those tapes President Trump hinted might exist of his conversations with former FBI Director James Comey? The answer may not surprise you. What really happened? Last month, Trump quasi-threateningly suggested that, just maybe, there could be recorded evidence of his private meetings with Comey. That statement prompted endless speculation about said tape's existence, but funny story, Trump has no such tapes. He tweeted, With all of the recently reported electronic surveillance, intercepts, unmasking, and illegal leaking of information, I have no idea whether there are tapes or recordings of my conversations with James Comey, but I did not make and do not have any such recordings. Yes, it was all a bluff. Wonder how Twitter felt about that. From Jake Tapper? This is the tweet that started the whole thing, followed by more than a month of White House refusals to confirm or deny he made tapes. Why? From Brad Jaffe, Trump does not have tapes of Comey, and thus this was a Trump bluff and this drama ends after 41 days. From Parker Malloy, Trump lied about there being tapes, prompting Comey to release memos, prompting the DAG to appoint a special prosecutor. A-plus work, Don. From Sally Cohn. Not surprising Trump doesn't have tapes. What is surprising is that the media bought the idea that a habitual liar might have hinted at truth. From Tony Poznanski. So Trump today on Twitter admitted that he tried to intimidate the former FBI director by having tapes and insulted Democrats. And it's 1 p.m. Proud Resistor tweeted, Trump, I have tapes. Mueller, I have a team of 13 lawyers who prosecuted Watergate, Enron, and Mafia. Trump, I do not have tapes. Well, that seems about right. Things got weirder when Trump gave his first TV interview in a long time to confirm the bluff was an attempt to influence Comey post-firing. 
It wasn't very stupid, he said in a rather odd explanation of his actions. Not to worry, however, the faithful are still on board. Bill Mitchell tweeted, To my recollection, Trump said Comey better hope there are no tapes of our meeting. That is a bluff, not a lie. From Gunslinger Girl, If Trump never said anything about the tapes, Comey would have lied about his meetings with Trump. Trump played Comey. The takeaway? But really, are there tapes? No one knows anymore when Trump is being 100% honest. Let's be real. As Matthew Miller tweeted, Assuming Trump ever does a press conference again, what are the chances a reporter can bait him into saying there might be tapes after all? 75%? Next, a new Cosby show. What happened? Fresh off a mistrial in his sexual assault case, Bill Cosby has a new plan, telling other people how to avoid allegations of sexual assault. No, seriously. What really happened? Bill Cosby had a hell of a week last week. First of all, his sexual assault trial ended in a mistrial after two jurors couldn't agree. Then, stunningly, news broke that Cosby is planning a tour to talk about the issue of sexual assault. Ferrari Shepard tweeted, 10 out of 12 jurors wanted to find Cosby guilty, and he's gloating? From Daniel Lynn, women arrive at seminar. Cosby, see, there's your first mistake. From DeRay Mackison, Cosby hosting town halls re-sexual assault is so brazen that there's nothing about it that makes sense. From Paul F. Tompkins, When I first started stand-up, I never could have imagined a stage that I'd be one million times more qualified to stand on than Bill Cosby. The takeaway? What a difference a couple of decades makes. Next, this is how you tell a joke on Twitter. What happened? Think of this as an unexpected greatest hits medley. What really happened? For those who love Twitter memes, comedian Paul F. Tompkins accidentally unleashed the ultimate nostalgia trip this week with an early morning piece of snark. Gang, it's a new day, so let's do what we always do. Absolutely crush it with the seven available Twitter joke structures. Things, as they say, escalated quickly. The entire thread that followed is filled with old favorites and is well worth checking out if you want to remember simpler times when Twitter was for being stupid and making dumb jokes instead of avoiding trolls and keeping up with the president. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.